1: In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Bukkington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of 3-2. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to
2: the World Series. Tech, and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Passat is throw. Roberts, safe.
0: What can I say? Just keep my heart in, in. Call the Yankees my daddy.
3: Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. We are supposed to have like a parade and like banners and confetti. And all and you
2: got was a stupid Santa hat.
3: All I got is a stupid Santa hat, but it is episode 100 and what a banger of a show to have for 100.
2: Yeah, banger uh, uh- of a. Winter meetings I'm too. just
3: edgy I'm grumpy And it's gonna show grumpy Throughout the show the Santa hat I am I should've I, it A Grinch hat Well there's So there's bad Santa Did you see this Violent Santa yeah, one the, With the, David the Harbour from What's his Stranger name. Things yeah, I out. love that guy By the way that It guy's, looks a little edgy though Don't take your kids To see that uh, Well I'll screen it first But it looks pretty good But yeah I am edgy Because I don't
2: mean your kids Brian I mean kids oh, In general ki- okay. I think your kids Will be able to handle that <laughs>
3: uh, Listen Daddy, Daddy's
0: beating him with So a we cat. had this We
3: had this pre-show art Fight It's not even a fight Because we don't Fight, but he, he wanted me to make sure we led with with Aaron Judge instead of Xander Bogarts, and he's like, "It's Xander's not a big a deal." I said, "Judge is a bigger deal." Okay, but he isn't. He isn't. He is because it's six foot two versus six foot seven. Say or that to every it's Yankee bigger because it's three hundred sixty million.
2: Yeah, but it's All right, really let's look this way: Were you sitting on bated breath for Xander Bogart's decision? No, but could exactly. you tell me what bated my case? Could the you judge could you tell me what bated
3: breath actually is?
2: I don't care what baby breath is. Okay, I I, I know it's a say. It's like up in arms, edge of your seat. So I more questions and answers.
3: So we'll start with Aaron Judge. What I will say, I I am not the only one, but I said I I don't. I might have even stolen the take. I don't even know, but I felt pretty early on when they released. Now you read the you read the stories, and it was not the case. It wasn't a done deal. But I, I, was like, how do you resign Cashman exactly, and not sign Judge? So why would you give that guy four years if Judge was going to leave?
2: Yeah, and I, I thought the exact same thing. Like you, the day you sign Cashman, the next day, all of a sudden, you're like the biggest. Prize free agent in one of the biggest seasons in history is gone, right? That does not, that's not a good look. But then again, did you think that the San Diego Padres were going to try to swoop in and get him in no. the 11th hour? I thought he was going to San Diego to make a meeting and, and make an announcement. Well, that's and, where the and, owners' meetings yeah, or the GM meetings were. I just assumed he was going to be Wednesday, noon East Coast time. You'd have a nice little presser. And next thing you know, you're waking up Wednesday morning and it's 8 a.m. And you're like, holy cow. Aaron Judge is a Yankee.
3: So the bottom line is he he it's nine years, three hundred sixty million. So the AAV, if you do, obviously you do your math, it's forty million. He could have made more money. And so to me, the essential question to you as a Yankee fan is that should make you feel really good about his decision.
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, I, now some people, some Yankee fans will say, "Well, you know, people, players want to should want to play for the Yankees. We shouldn't be begging pl- players to." come there. You shouldn't
3: be begging. Shouldn't, yeah,
2: right? But at the same time, when was the last time you had a player like Aaron Judge? And a year coming off he did, right? We can beat that horse all we want. I'm very happy the Yankees did it. Now, are we going to eat it in the back end of the deal? Probably, right? But There's no no doubt. There's no doubt. But all these contracts that are getting doled out, even these guys that are 26.
3: You're buying the player for five years, and then the rest of it's a crapshoot. It may work out, but the odds are it won't.
2: But at the same time, you you got probably the most marketable player in Major League Baseball, other than maybe Shohei Ohtani. I would say right now he's probably more marketable, Aaron Judge. Because
3: well, because it's it's more, it's easier for Americans to consume the personality. Exactly,
2: and the yeah. whole and America loves home runs, right? Yeah. You know, since Babe Ruth and, so I think it's it's a huge deal. It's a very huge deal.
3: Here's a couple couple of thoughts on it, and and one you you'll be fine with it, and one you won't. and the bottom line is. You look at it both ways. Like to me, it's not I don't think the Yankees, oh, it's a privilege to play there type thing anymore. Like, that's gone. They haven't won a title in over a decade. Taxes are high, visibility's too high. I mean, if you can make the same money in in, in a place like San Diego or Kansas City, you can live much closer to a normal life than you can in Absolutely. New York. So that's one thing. The second component of it is is that this is where the conversation really should be, is that they have Aaron Judge. But in my opinion, they're no closer to winning a title. And in fact, so the biggest thing is if they lost Aaron Judge, they would have been the middle of the pack of all of baseball. And so now they have the burden of high expectations without a championship caliber team. Now, I know the Astros will probably take a step back this year. They I don't know how they can't. They don't have Verlander and... I just don't, and I actually think Vasquez behind the plate, even though he's number two, is a huge part of their success. I I can't, I can't imagine they'll go to the playoffs, but I can't imagine that the Astros will be as good as they were this year. Having said that, I look at the Yankees still with Judge, and I'm like, they're not that scary,
2: right? Right. Then that's and that's the argument because like coming off of last season, right? And the Judge carried him the whole way, but at the same time. I will say the the magic word. Injuries did kill the Yankees, right? It wasn't sure. right at the end when DJ LeMahieu went down. Michael King went down. She- I mean, even
3: Stanton was out. for Exactly.
2: That. So, but going back to your point about, you know, Judge in New York, he has proven that he can play there, right? He is yep. he knows the pressure. And he doesn't and, hate it. And he he does- doesn't hate it. And I think honestly, I think that was probably a big deciding factor with him is he knows he can play there. He feels comfortable there. And and I think, you know, for someone like him, again, being one of the most marketable players, or probably the most marketable player, it, it fits it fits the mold, right? Well it fits let, the mold very well.
3: And listen, he there's two things involved. And again, without knowing him, you spend your whole career with one team. It puts you on a pedestal forever. And and if he is the most recognizable face in baseball. Whatever lost revenue without going to San Diego will easily be made up. Exactly in in national type endorsements. Not that he wouldn't have gotten them in San Diego, but I do think him having a different uniform would have sort of taken his stature down a notch in terms of visibility. and, so, and
2: worldwide marketing too. I mean, so it's a global. It's a global thing.
3: I don't like the Yankees. I'm not even a big Aaron Judge fan, but I think it is an absolutely. The best decision for him to stay there, and the and if you got three sixty out of the Yankees, and he's going to go down as a legend, and and you know, and hopefully we'll catch up with Matt Soroyce if we can a little bit later in the show, but he, he'll have his statue out in what is a center field, left field, whatever yep. field that silly little area is.
2: Yeah. And to answer your second question, yes, the Yankees do need help, right? And there's questions to be made. Are they going to get an? Can they? There? Can they? Can they do it? What do do they,
3: they have enough money? Can I don't they? think
2: it's going to come down to so much money. I don't okay. know if they want to spend more money, but they do have trade chips, right? I mean, everyone talks have? about Glaber. Everyone talks about the shortstop and infield surplus they have. I mean, everyone throws around Brian Reynolds' name, even though they say they weren't going to trade him. Listen, we all know when That's... you say you're not going to do something, a lot of times you do it, right? But Brian Reynolds is to command a lot because he's got a lot of control. Now, Glaber's still got control, but then there's other young, younger Yankees with Peraza and and uh, per, uh, what is it? Cabrera and Praza. so and Volpe, so it's like the Yankees have cha- trade chips now. I do think they're going to have to probably try, maybe I guess maybe try to sign Rondon. That's the that only really good pitcher that's still out there. Well, they
3: need a they lost a pitcher. They need a
2: pitcher, yeah. And they did you they, like
3: Taiwan Ty- Walker? Was it Taiwan? Ty- Who's
2: the guy? Jameson Taillon. Ty- Jameson Taillon. Ty- I did like him, but you know, again, off of two Tommy Johns and just you know, you never know like, with any pitcher, you never know. But when you're coming off of two Tommy Johns, who knows the longevity? But he he was great for the Yankees. I would have been happy to see him come back. Um, I'm just shocked, again, how overall, these deals everyone's getting. The amount of money. The amount of money yeah. and the length of these contracts, too, is insane. But going back to the Yankees, my my prediction is um, they stay the course on the infield. Who knows what they do with Donaldson. No one's going to eat that. Maybe they try to go with one of the, the the big name shortstop rookies that are coming up to plug them in there. I don't know. Maybe Might be too early. Might be too early. Go with ICAf for a little while. If, if they do trade for an outfielder, I would have to think that Glaber is going to be involved in it because he's got control and he's got proven ability to play. He's coming off probably his best year since 2019 right. last year. So, you know, I know that's only two years because of the pandemic, but he, he he played a lot better. So his stock is up, right? And, he, and he's he got control. So there's a lot of questions for the Yankees, Ass- but I say they sign and they trade. That's how they get around. I
3: assume if you can keep Stanton healthy and and um, LeMahieu is healthy. It's health. And and you have Judge, I think the the focus should be on pitching. But you know, I I I don't care enough about him to do I mean, a deep I mean dive to on say them. i
2: the Yankees stayed healthy last year. They make a way different. It, it, the whole the whole thing is yeah. Just different. I know, but, but that's like okay, a hyper. If
3: I was 6'2", maybe I'd have played exactly, D one hockey. Exactly. I mean, it's
2: all about health with any team. It's about health.
3: So uh, he's John Seneca, I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base. A deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. The reason why there's two there's a couple major reasons why I think arguably. The Xander Bogart signing with San Diego is a bigger story. One, I just go off the fact that I I deep down did not think that Aaron Judge was going to leave. I wanted him to leave because I wanted the Yankees to suffer and I wanted you to suffer. But he, I, I felt like he was always going to stay. There's two sto- There's a couple storylines. One is San Diego... Wants to spend money and couldn't spend money. It was like Brewster's millions. Right. Like he couldn't spend. They couldn't spend the money. They tried to get uh, the dude who went to Philly, Turner, uh, Trey Turner, yep. and they tried to get Judge, and they couldn't. They they outbid everybody and still couldn't get the player. Which I wonder why. And I I think ultimately I feel like it's got to be taxes. Like why wouldn't you want to make thirty million dollars and live in San Diego? Like why wouldn't you want to do that?
2: the only thing i can think of in the turner situation is he played with harper and washington and they and want just want to be together and maybe he just wants to play for philly i mean you don't know what goes through these guys heads but yes they do have a lot of money to spend and it's weird because their television market is insanely low yeah. compared but they do have an insane amount of money but at the same time many can opt out after this year the right. pitching staff is basically gone after this year the pitching staff is old other than well, blake snell is relatively young still but Um, And Soto could be gone after 2024. So they have a lot of questions. They've dumped a ton of money. We don't know. You don't know what you're going to get from Tatis.
3: Well, I just the, the, that's another sidebar. Yes. Is if he moves to right field? First of all, I mean Tatis' stature has fallen so far; people do not respect the way he's carried himself and the last two and, years. And
2: honestly, I don't think anyone really expects anything from him, which is kind of crazy because you know the guy's going to come back and play. I mean, you he's would think to do so. Something.
3: You would think so. But, and but if you look at his contract, you know he's still not making the big money yet. I mean, the last. I don't know, 6 or 7 years of his contract It'll is when it big kicks big. up to like 36 million a but year. It's all guaranteed. It's crazy. So <laughs> what this brings me to Xander and, and 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 this is why, you know, I basically said and you can go back in the show that if Xander left Boston, I would question cutting my season ticket.
2: I feel like ties said to the that team for a lot of players over the last No, I feel of this like Xander
3: but I, I think Xander is the one. And
2: The proclamation
3: No, there's no other player. I wouldn't say for any know, anybody else. It. And so the the one piece of suckerism is that I've already paid. So I can't get out for this year. And then I they get back and, and then I, I you know whether it's the Yoshida signing or whatever and then I think about what makes me excited about the Red Sox for next season and the answer is nothing. And I don't even care if this guy from Japan's really good. And by all accounts, he's really good. And he's gonna be great for the monster and all this stuff. And 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 so I am crestfallen that Xander Bogart's, because he's the connection, this is how it goes, he's the connection to 2013, and 2013's the connection to 04. And so he's the last tentacle that makes me feel like I felt in 04. And A, he's a great seems to be a great person who came up through the ranks here. And I think he's a good player, not a great player. And so, but having said that, when I look at nine years, 280 million, no, 11 years, excuse me, 11 years, 280 million, it's only 80 million less than Judge. I don't, if if that was what I had to do to keep him, I hate to say this because intellectually it's true, but emotionally it's hard. He's not, it's not worth it. Like, so the Red Sox, He's not worth eleven years, two hundred and eighty million, especially to San Diego. And you talk about how many years will be wasted on the back end of that contract. I don't even know. but even if it was six years, I'm not sure, I would have given him with the AAV six years the same one, but eleven years, I, I don't begrudge the Red Sox for not matching it because it's a stupid con. It's a terrible contract yeah, for I, the I, team.
2: I feel like I don't know. it's it,
3: all these long. this it, is worse. It, this is two more years than judge. At a, at a guy who's never really produced at the top top end of his position he's an all-star he's a great clubhouse guy but he might not even end up at shortstop for a couple the of years length,
2: the length is just insane I just don't I don't understand the whole I mean Harper got a long contract but these all these contracts there's no out all these new ones there's no out there's no trade clauses like it's like they're not they're there. That's like, crazy. They're just there. They're not going to get rid of them. You know, like I said to my wife, I, when this whole when this whole Aaron Judge in San Francisco was going down, you know, I said to her, I said, you know, the crazy thing about this is, is if he leaves, he's not coming back. Like, he's not going to go to San Francisco and come back. Like, yeah, maybe when he's 42, he might come back for a cup of coffee and do a pool halts. Right. But he's not going to be, it's just, he's gone. No. Like, right. So like Xander Boguch is gone. He is San Diego's problem. For the next eleven years, so he's either going to play for them or he's going to sit at home and play golf.
3: Right, which brings me to the Red Sox, and I want to, I want your take. And this people listening, it's something that's developing. We know Heim Bloom, and they're sort of starting off this franchise, and they they are allowing him to do his long term plan. Right, the question was after this disappointing season, what would they do? Well, they're clearly allowing him to go through the whole process of really building up the minor leagues and having a dynamic where the good players you lock in early and they're going to let him operate from that template. So when it comes to the Red Sox, I get it. But I just I don't I don't know there's not a chance they're going to win 95 games this year and they have to win 95 games to probably get the wild card because you know what? Toronto even if they go a step backward they're still better than the Red Sox. I think that the Orioles are only going to get better yep. and the Yankees are not terrible. So if you take Bogart's out and even if the Shishita guy is good, there's no way the Red Sox are going to be that much better. And and so I my thing is is that so I have to suffer through three more three more years of mediocrity to find out if Hein Bloom can build a foundation that'll end up being as competitive as Houston is for five I don't know.
2: And Devers is a free agent after this year.
3: Yeah, but I, I I think I've heard enough from people full circle that everyone said that if Devers is if Bogarts goes Devers is gone. Devers is a guy they might pay because he's four to five years well, younger than it Bogarts. Comes, it
2: comes down to does he want to stay? I, right. I, I would feel that. But if you the pay Red him Sox, enough, he would stay. He would be the guy they would try to pony up money for, and they would be in position probably to do that. But going back to like the twenty twenty three Red Sox, you know, and I texted you this morning. I mean, what are they going to look like? Like, I like mean, they who? have Hosmer, right? Hosmer's back. Uh huh. And they'll have Devers at third. So they have a pretty good corners, right? But their pitching is super sketchy, super sketchy. 100%. Their middle infield, super sketchy. Is, Tor- is Story going to go to short or is he going to stay at second? And gee, downs.
3: I, th- I think that Story, first of all, they, it's funny. They It's almost like listening to a politician who says they're not doing something, they're not doing something when you know they are, and then they do it.
2: And You've been talking about the Story like, waiting in the wings
3: they, the you know, season. it's funny, if you listen to enough Boston media, they parsed his opening news conference and he said something about playing second base for now. Like he, there was like a for now in there yeah. in his initial news conference that people went ballistic over. And I, again, like knowing nothing other than following this crap. I think, of course, story goes to short. Although I think he's a very good second baseman. Yeah, I think he's a. I think he has better upside, all star wise, at second than he does at short. Yeah. So, but my instinct is they'll just let him go back over there. So I
2: don't think he's your answer at short.
3: I think the Red Sox could could be you know a seventy five win team.
2: But at the same time, they're not going to go out and spend money on the main free agent shortstops out there because they didn't spend the money on Zander. Right, well,
3: that's why this Kenley Jansen thing is so stupid. I don't get that. I mean, I that. I, you can go get an $8 million closer and get the same results, but they spend 16 a year for two. Anyway, I just think the bottom line is they're going to let this guy do his thing for better or for worse, and Red Sox fans better buckle up for hoping you're at least a. Th- I mean, third-place finish is the best you're going to do. And listen, if we come back in May and they're on fire, then I'll, I'll gladly, you know, whatever crappy food you want me to spoon down my throat. I'll That ri- hat, that Santa hat. I'll, ri- I'll gladly—I'm not going to eat the Santa hat, the ball, but I'll wear same. it. <laughs> uh, listen, before we go, I wanted to bring in um, producer Matt Saroys because we know from previous shows he's a huge, huge Yankee fan.
2: Matt has been with us. I'm on a, I, I'm trying to think right off not the top of my head. Not from day one. No, not been, from day one, but if I— I would say a good I mean at least forty something episodes. Yeah. Probably close to half. Yeah. I would think. I, if I, not more. He's a, the the <laughs> he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. We love um, the way he goes about his business, by the way.
3: So just give us, we'll go hot takes on on Judge Bogart's and then, you know, give us your stay, your take on where the Red Sox and Yankees are.
1: I mean, I've told I told you on Tuesday I was refreshing Twitter like an absolute fiend. Because I, I had to see what happened, and I don't know why I had to see what happened first before anybody else knew. By the way, we
3: all couldn't have been more wrong on, like, timing yeah. and like I, all this stuff. Well,
1: I mean, it's crazy how social media is, too. I guess there was, like, a guy that, like, tracked a private plane from where he was. Oh, yeah, there's like, a dude
2: that does that. He can track.
1: It, and there was, like, it had, like, a flight planned out. Like, oh, there's a private plane leaving here to go to San Diego, and, and Judge is definitely on it. And it's just so weird, like, yeah. how that, that's— that's been going.
3: And the John Heyman tweet obviously was oh ridiculous. He owned up it like in, in an article. I know, but how does a guy I, – I don't want anyone to lose their job, but he makes that mistake a lot. He does. He's yeah. made he mistakes. A and
2: he spelled his name wrong too. It was so
1: bad. Arson. Arson Judge. <laughs> I mean, Which is kind of a cool nickname. A dumpster is, fire is like, what it was. That it's was so bad. His, <laughs> that tweet
2: is bad on so many levels. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's negative. It's like negative. the biggest free agent signing in history. You blew it, and then you blew his name.
1: It's, Neg- like he, it's almost like he wanted to be the first one, obviously, to report it, so he was just typing so quickly with his thumbs, and he's like, just send. And he was like, oh, no, arson. No, I did not send <laughs> ah, that. <laughs> should
3: be an edit button. It's like negative
1: press covfefe. Damn you, Elon Musk. Um, so, okay, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, I love it. I, I, there's no way that the Yankees could have moved on without Judge, in, in my opinion, honestly. Especially the big thing for me, too, is if he went to San Francisco – and the Giants are opening up their, their oh season God, that's in the Yankee whole other Stadium that's whole other element. on March 30th. If he, if Judge was wearing the Giants uniform in right field, it uh, might it, have been it, it a low been. point
3: for the. It would have been like in your lifetime, if that happened and he was in a Giants uniform and they open up against the. That might have be your low point as a fan
1: yeah. outside of 100%. 04. Outside yeah, of 04. Outside of 04, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and like I said to you when he did sign on Wednesday, like for me, I'm I'm 34, 33. I, I mean, I, I, I can't yeah. even tell right now. But when I was eight, Derek Jeter came into the league in 95, 96. So I had Derek Jeter my whole life. And now that my son is two years old, it kind of like was sentimentally to me. That like there's nobody else on the Yankees that I could bring him up and be like, this is what baseball looks he's like. He's the guy
3: you would want. Yeah. Although I'm going to get my talents into Mav early. But if you if you look so back, he's not going to be a Yankee fan. <laughs> you talk
1: about Jeter, right? And remember
2: when Jeter was a free agent? It was a whole different story, right? Yeah. Jeter really wasn't couldn't couldn't really go anywhere. The market really wasn't dictated for Derek Jeter. The market wasn't huge for Aaron Judge, but it was there, right? He could have left. I, not to say Jeter couldn't left leave when he had the chance, but
3: but Jeter was like Bogarts when he became a free agent because. He was worth more to the Yankees than he was to anyone else, and he wasn't productive to a point where he was worth the salary exactly. that he might command. He
2: wasn't commanding the.
3: So he, there was the market, the the market wasn't so big for Judge because only a few teams could afford him. Right. The market wasn't big for Jeter because he didn't fit well with most teams. Yeah, and with their salary structure. Okay, so you have a sense of relief now. You look yes. at it. Um, i was just wondering, from you know thirty thousand feet, with someone who doesn't really care about it, what what about the Red Sox, and what do you think? Like, is the Red, the Red Sox are are they
1: toast forever? It's it's tough to say because uh, forever. I mean, l- l- losing, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Lose. how I get <laughs> down, baby. They're toast. <laughs> losing, losing Xander Bogarts is obviously huge. I mean, he's great defensively, great in the bat and, and that lineup and everything. I mean, you don't know how, how the, this, this guy is from, I'm always kind of halfway skeptical with, with Japanese players coming over. Because, obviously, the Japanese league is so much different. Than, yeah,
2: it's like the one or two players that didn't pan out have ruined them all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, like they've all been good yeah. except for, like, two. Right.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, in Fenway, it makes sense to have him. You know, he's the guy that hits a ball, like, on a rope from what I've seen. So, like you said this morning, like, he's going to pepper, you know, yeah. th- that wall. But, like, Koji left Yohara left.
3: and, like, Daisuke not so much. But I, Boston really embraces Japanese players. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're they, – the fans really like like having Japanese players on the team for some reason. I don't know about other 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 cities, but well,
1: yeah. I mean, the Yankees always with Matsui have, and have embraced. What what I wonder what is up to. But, oh man,
3: but well, they haven't all panned They haven't all. They haven't all panned <laughs> like, out. So
2: like, like, Arabu and Kiyagawa, like the two Yankee ones, never panned out. Yeah. Arabu may he
1: may he rest in peace. Yeah. So, Matsui was the real deal,
3: though. The last call is. I mean, are the Yankees? They're no better than last year, though. No,
1: no, they're not, and I don't think that they should be done either. I mean, I I think they really need to to put pressure on the market still, and and go out and get like a Rodon, like uh, type of pitcher. To well,
2: he's the best one that's left. Yeah,
1: and that they really need another start, especially after losing Tyon. Tyon fourteen and five last season. You know, he came up at big moments when they need him too. He was a solid, solid, solid pitcher. And like John I mean, Sterling
2: says, you know there will be injuries. <laughs>
3: yeah, you need seven. You I, I really feel like you need seven starters yeah. going into spring yeah. training who you know yeah. can can be starters. Rick Porcello retired. He did. did he really? Yeah. yeah. I really liked him.
2: Yeah, well you don't have him anymore. I like you know what <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> and you know
3: who I also like? I'm a huge Vivaldi fan. Even though yeah. he, he's gotten hurt, like I, I don't
2: Another one, like never know, like how many surgeries.
3: If he stays healthy, man, I just the guy's got guts yep. and, and I, I just I'm I'm a big, big fan. But for me, the last thing I'll say is that I don't have anything to get excited about. And I don't know. If, you know i can tell you that i'm committed to my season tickets because we already sent in our money and i've already taken money from my group but i don't know that if i can sell them at face value if i'll go to any of those games outside opening day and I, so my and it, it, it it's just because i don't think i think you can win in a cost effective way that isn't the way they're doing it like i don't think you need to do it like the padres way and I don't think you have to. do the, I think there's a way to do it where it's kind of like this nice mixture of some big free agent names and developing your talent. And they're not. And there's this this big sentiment among people underneath underneath the surface that Fenway is focused here. They want to sell Liverpool. They bought the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins. They want to get an NBA team, maybe even an NFL team. That <clears throat> somehow the Red Sox, when they, when they when they when they own when they bought the Red Sox, the Red Sox were it. And now the Red Sox are just – A portfolio. They're part of the portfolio. And to me, even though I like a lot of people involved with the team, it's really insulting. And and and, and I think Bloom's really smart. But I just think that, you know what, it's so tough for me because I think 11 years, 280 is crazy. I mean, I do think it's nuts. But I'm super disappointed he's not with the Red Sox anymore. So if it could have been 9 for 250 or whatever or 7 for – I don't know. I just I wish he was on the team, but I I can't scream and yell that they didn't give him eleven bleeping years. Yeah,
2: you got to wonder if if well what the Red Sox would have off, did offer. Him. I want to know what they did offer.
3: Yeah. I do. I do that was the best tweet of the week. Is that is that uh, I forget what the exact one was. Basically, like it was after the judge deal. It was like. Um, Red Sox still waiting on offer to judge for three years and fifty six million
1: dollars. <laughs> just thought that was so funny.
3: Uh, final words, first you Matt, and then you John.
1: Um, it, I like talking about baseball when it's cold out because it makes me feel warm and fuzzy. And you know, pitchers and catchers right around the corner, right around like Valentine's Day. So That's crazy! It, it's it's so wild how fast. It's two months, happens, but yeah. it's crazy how much money got thrown around in the last week and made one8 one point eight
2: billion. During the winter meetings, doled out in contracts
1: shows you how much money they're making
3: because they don't lose money. It's
2: insane. Um, obviously, Aaron Judge. It's great to have him back. I haven't been like this excited for a free agent signing, probably for the Yankees since Bernie Williams, and that mm. was like I think '98. So I mean, I, I, like, again, Jeter. We, I don't think we ever thought he was going to leave, right? Right. Um, but Bernie, I think was going to leave. Not the same signing, obviously. No, but, but that's still, a good.
3: That's good for you to.
2: It's still a So big the, deal. In,
3: in 24 years. There's never been a bigger signing for you than this
2: signing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to put Jeter in a little bit. No, no, I there. understand the qualifier, no yep. doubt about it. Yep. But that really puts it in so perspective. So it's a good holiday for us at the Santa House. The boys were uh, the boys were very happy. They were very happy that Judge got signed.
3: And next up, by the way, uh, you, the boys are— Are you going to bring the boys in for Jackson Olsen? Oh, I'm
2: telling you, they were pumped about that, especially the younger one. The Pull him out grader. of school. He's like,
3: if you <laughs> don't know Jackson Olsen, he played baseball at the University of Hartford— he might have made he might have made a good run in baseball had the pandemic not hit. Yeah. But instead of hanging around, he's like, you know, okay, I'm sort of going to hang it up. He's got a huge TikTok following.
2: Someone told him to stick to the internet. That's yeah, what he did,
3: and mm-hmm. he got picked up by the Savannah Savannah Bananas. And he's from Connecticut, so he's coming in studio. Uh, I think that episode will drop on December 21st. And of course, you're welcome to Matt if you want to come and sit mm-hmm, in right? on it. Hopefully, I'm going to try to see if he'll do a TikTok. Yeah. Uh, with us, so we can get some attention. we so exciting,
2: though, because, you know, it's it's cool because he's a local guy and it's like, you know, the Savannah bananas are a big deal. People, they are. It's crazy. At no, no. first, I thought they were a joke, right? Like everyone yeah. else, like, come on, this is baseball. But, you know, it's.
1: I think the pandemic helped them too. Yeah. Well, to the
3: bottom it. line is, my concern now is that they're turning into too
2: much of a globe trottery
3: yeah. thing. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they the...
1: just did add twenty more, like I think twenty more dates to their to their world tour. Yeah. They gonna, you'll have to they give... bring a
2: team with them, like the globe trotters. Yes. And just, oh, yeah.
1: Sad. But they they're convinced like that, they that they
2: gotta come in town they, and play the guy. They <laughs> convince us that
1: they
3: the other <laughs> team is good and that the other team can not win. But you, you'll have to give a kidney to get a ticket to Hartford yeah. in August. You can't get but you won't be able to get it. They can
2: you know if they let you know they're coming. I think the teams could, towns could scare up some teams. In the well,
3: maybe you should pitch that to them, John. But either way, uh, Jackson Olsen, episode 101, which will drop on December 21st. Uh, gentlemen, have a wonderful holiday. You've been listening to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports.